0: On this 15th Thursday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Come to me, all you who labour and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. This is the Gospel of the Lord. The Samaritan reached out to the man who had been robbed and beaten. He acted as a good neighbour to a half-dead man. Everything else is superfluous. Our faith, our life and the basis on which we will be judged will have to do with our capacity to be neighbours to those who suffer. Can anyone say there isn't a heart to help right under our nose? Can any of us say that we don't have the capacity to be a good Samaritan? Today we can pause at three different moments from glimpses of the Gospel, from this very brief but beautiful Gospel. No matter how brief, let's remember that if the Lord says the word, our souls shall be healed. God's word is alive and effective so long as we listen to it with love and openness. Just by saying one word, the Lord can touch our heart and help us walk today and along our life, because his word pierces the soul and never fails to bear fruit when it's our will, when we're seeking salvation. First, Jesus tells us to come to him. Come to me. Jesus invites us to come to him. Jesus invites us to realize that, in one way or another, we all have or will have sorrows and burdens. So the starting point to come to Jesus must be feeling that we are in need, realizing that we have some manner of affliction or burden. This doesn't mean, obviously, that we must search for suffering, but we must realize that we all experience, in one way or another, some form of suffering which troubles our soul. This isn't as obvious as it seems. Within our hearts, figuratively speaking, there's a a ventricle which resists weakness. There's something within ourselves that's unwilling to recognise fragility, and what's even worse, covers it up or denies it. On top of this, the culture we live in is superficial and boasts about everything being okay. People seem to live only for pleasure, believing that happiness is achieved through an inexhaustible search for instant gratification and, of course, a denial of all suffering. Nowadays it seems that we can cover up everything, that we can anaesthetise ourselves so that we don't confront our problems. We are part of all this. We too keep up with the stop-suffering fashion. We avoid all kinds of sacrifice and struggle. However, who can ever say that they will be able to avoid all sufferings and afflictions? Which culture in history could do away with human suffering? It's true that we've progressed immensely in avoiding innumerable physical pains in reducing suffering. However, no culture or scientific progress will ever be able to remove them completely because, in the end, the greatest suffering of the heart, which even makes our body ache, is the lack of love. It is not knowing how to love each other well. It's hurting each other out of lack of love. Maybe you're suffering in some way. Maybe you've lost someone. You might be suffering because of your own weaknesses, your own sins or the burden of workload or studies. Maybe you find that things are really hard or you can't find a way out. You can't experience God's love or the love of your children, your husband or wife You might be suffering for past mistakes that left a mark on you forever, or for the injustice of those around you. The list could go on and on. Well, let's come to Jesus. Jesus says, Come to me and I will give you rest. And this coming to Jesus is searching for him in his word, in what we are doing now by listening to his word. It also means to search for him in the Eucharist. Search for him in prayer, in someone who will listen to me and be an instrument of God. Search for him by serving others, by offering up the activities of each day, or by forgiving the person who offended us. It could also be by dedicating time to a noble cause, to stop complaining and to get to work. It's to look to the future and not mess with the past. It's to live the present the way it is and trust the future to his providence. Come to Jesus, come to Jesus. It's what must remain in our hearts today. The second point to consider is that the Lord invites us to learn from him. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Another translation reads, patient and humble of heart. That's the great virtue that the Lord invites us to imitate in the Gospel. Learn from his humility. Learn from the humility that stops us from believing that we can dominate everything and control everything. That's what brings us rest, learning from his patience. That helps us not to be continuously angry at our reality. That's what brings us rest and allows us not to be afflicted. Patience and humility are the virtues that help us find rest. Let's search for Jesus' rest, but the rest that also involves our doing something. I can't expect the rest to come to me from above without doing anything. I need to be patient and humble of heart. Why? And this is our third point. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. Jesus proposes that we don't burden ourselves with problems or loads that we must carry. On the contrary, he proposes a different kind of load, not the load that I invent for myself, that load which weighs on me because I am the one who builds my own life, because I am the centre of my life, but the load that he places on me, which is ultimately the load of patience, humility and love. To be patient and humble is a yoke. It's something we must carry. We must make an effort to be patient and humble, but at the same time, that's what gives us rest, what gives us peace. Only the patient and humble have peace. It's the wisdom to know that it is all in his hands. Well, I hope that on this day we can feel relieved from our burdens and sufferings by going to Jesus, searching for him. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.